the only podcast where every week we talk about what's outraging the internet and then we let you be the judge and then we let you be the jury and then we let you be the executioner in the court of public opinion i'm officer kevin with me is the one and only officer grant what's up grant wahoo yeah 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 Yeah. it's a me yeah welcome hi Let's give a big fat fucking thank you to Deputy Michael from MichaelPottle.com for being on last time. What a guy. Michael really is a real sweet dude. One of the nicest guys I know. And that includes the men in the room with me. They don't hold a candle to his kindness. Hey, fuck you. And we have a returning guest this week. And uh, this is a really... uh, emotional moment for me because um well i just want to say our guest returning guest is deputy robbie hello and this would be robbie's third time on the show yes, the hat trick making him an official friend of the show oh yeah wow. aka wow. a gumshoe question I, mark i i think so we according to uh where in the world is carmen san diego mythology i think you and i were having a discussion on when to use the uh, terminology and when not to use the terminology because after many episodes we realized that uh, calling someone deputy almost like seems like <laughs> we're like talking about holding their like 10th birthday party <laughs> with a with a plastic cowboy hat and yeah. one of those uh, like cowboy vests with the uh, the star on it that says I, deputy the string around the chin holds it on it's very condescending <laughs> welcome to the show deputy how are you you want some cheese pizza buddy <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. You're a toy. <laughs> all right. Well, here we are. Thought Cops. It's that fucking podcast y'all love so much. So. <laughs> crazy times, eh, boys? You said it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Although hey. we're supposed to be grateful, right? Uh, that, that pa- I, I've never wondered that with Thanksgiving, is it like, is it supposed to be a 24 hour gratitude? That is a one day event. Yeah. Today is, uh, <laughs> we're recording this on Black Friday. Yes. Satan's Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> All the thankfulness is over. Now, uh, until February uh, 29th, it will be Christmas. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Yeah. So this uh, is uh, kicking off the first of many Thought Cops Christmas episodes. 
Uh, we're going to be streaming Fred Claus every, every single day. Uh, classic Christmas movie. And let's not forget uh, the Santa Claus featuring Tim Allen. Yeah, him too. Plus, I don't know if you've seen Christmas with the Cranks also featuring Tim Allen. Worth your time. Pretty much, I think every Christmas movie has had Tim Allen. You in know, it. there should. I wonder if there's a uh, Christmas episode of Last Man Standing with Tim Ooh, Allen. That would, that be, would be fun. That would, they would probably get pretty meta with it too. Yeah. Oh, have. actually, no. Wasn't somebody um, Robert who called in told us there was at one episode? <laughs> Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Where he said like, he said, I forgot what the fucking context was. But long story short, there was some line about Santa Claus. I would never do that. <laughs> and like he basically looks in the camera. Yeah. Hmm. Fucking prick. <laughs> He's a rat, right? Isn't that the thing? Huh? Isn't he a rat? He like ratted his friends out. He's a coke. fucking oh, yeah. rat. With the yeah. coke business. Yeah. yeah. He got arrested for coke. Stupid narc. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I actually liked him, Alan. I just want to put that out there. You know, I think he's good. Uh oh, <laughs> that makes you bad. You're bad. <laughs> I can anyway. I can hold the good and the bad in each individual. You know, in my no 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 no, 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 no. Yeah, that's that doesn't happen. When you really boil down human nature, it's quite fucking what? simple. <laughs> good or bad, I'm good. <laughs> you're bad. Um. So we're back. Yeah, and Grant had a formatting change idea to the show last week which uh we implemented last episode on that was the uh auto fellatio special yes uh, episode 41 uh where we taught our listeners how to do the marilyn manson uh shout out to the late charles manson but i'm talking about <laughs> Marilyn manson uh the man who <laughs> removed a rib to suck his own member and last week we taught our listeners how to suck their own members or uh eat them out and uh yeah so <laughs> so, so listen to that uh, one. no more no more sentences we just do the sentences during the show can we i also clarify really quick during the show yeah uh you can suck yourself off during no fap november i'm <laughs> i'm calling it right now no fap november means no using your hands that seems like it or still, feet you little seems tricky like monkey still count though <laughs> any sort of self uh the jur- jury side of that one <laughs> i'm gonna um, have to we'll start we'll start a uh i can't do it but we'll if start I could. a we'll start a reddit thread on r slash no fap mm. or how see, about uh, see if that counts. that should really be in the faq yeah yeah how about r slash thought cops is anyone on that <laughs> no <laughs> i am and two other people who post. are probably bots yeah nice one day they'll rule us all so uh we have uh, Deputy Robbie on, and uh, considering you used to work for the FCC, and uh, the FCC is has been in the news uh, the past couple days, uh, if you haven't been aware, um, we figured we'd wheel you in, talk mm. about some uh, some net neutrality, oh. if you've heard of it. Um, we actually we put a call out on facebook and twitter and on all the uh media websites trying to get people to call in with questions for you so uh here this will this is the uh first voicemail that someone left uh this is a question for you deputy robbie wow gumshoe robbie about net neutrality rob freaks unite here you go (laughs) good evening sir or ma'am my name is special agent tichondrius darshawn jackson 
with the Central Intelligence Agency and my skin glow in the dark. <laughs> now, I would like to take a moment to tell you about a process called System D in distros of the Linux plus the new operating systems such as Debian, Ubuntu, Fedora, and many other distributions of the operating system. Now, um, the thing with System D is it replaces the old init uh, process. Uh, <laughs> and now most forms of drivers for Linux operating system distros require System D. But the problem with System D uh -huh. is that it touches far more of the operating system than is required to actually function and was designed by a, co a group called Red Hat Linux, which is essentially a CIA nice. asset. Uh, we, we own those bitches. Now, the problem with System D yeah. is that it is growing more and more complex and more and more of the system is being touched by Robert, are you, are you getting this? the process <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the System D. And this it is, is for becoming you. more and more monopolized and harder to find drivers for Linux. Um, this the, is especially a problem considering that... The accent kind of turns on and off at different times. The server well. architecture is Linux-based. A good amount of... Uh, Good amount of private computing is done. Just another 13 minutes. So it, it, it becomes there. harder and harder every year to avoid having what is essentially a CIA nigga backdoor into your into your operating system, even on Linux. It, it, it is gay as how much more of this is Apple left? Is I actually don't know. <laughs> there, I, I've already I've listened really to this already. There is not really. Anything and else worth? You could still use Linux without no. <laughs> well, you know what? System D. Maybe there is, but it's hard to do. You have a hard time doing that. Uh, anything that is owned by Red Hat Linux, you need to remove from your computer, because Red Hat is gay and faux fags. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. And I just have to remind you that Linux don't smoke crack rock, which is why we in the CIA. Make crack rock and distributed it. Well, thank you very much. Have a good have a good day, and Heil Hitler. Oh, and Heil Hitler, I guess also. Yeah. Great. So, well, so, do you know who like who, who that was? Yeah, that was a longtime listener. He had the that question for you. So, uh, if you would go ahead and answer it. So, uh, <laughs> he was talking about Red Hat. Yeah, right. There's some Linux. sort of uh, rogue organization. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, okay. so I can't mm. legally not all too helpful confidential but... information actually. So oh. uh, I'm gonna <laughs> respectfully decline. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we all learned a little more. Mm. Uh, I have... think I learned a little bit less. Mm. One more, don't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... And so once again, anybody can call into this. Yeah, yeah. And that number. That number is 312-788-7361. That's right, 312-788-7361. That is 321 Penguins for everyone at home. Yes, Queen. I'm 
village is Benita from the village of Villa Park. Yes, be it discussed, and no, you do not have to put a lock on the women's bathroom. If you have any other questions, my number is 630. All right, so, uh, so what do you have to say about that? Uh... That, I believe, was a private call that should not have come through to that number for me. No, uh, that uh, she, hard she to just say. wanted to let you know that... Uh, you don't have to put a lock on You don't have disgusting. to put a lock in the women's bathroom In this door. day and age, right. that that kind of behavior is allowed. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I support locks on bathrooms. I'm going to make that clear. Okay. You know, just okay. so everybody knows out there in the listening right, audience. Good. Yeah. I think that th- those were the two voicemails that we got. Mm. So thanks, everyone. Thanks for leaving your voicemails. Those were some great questions. You for our fucking special guest. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, disrespectful. We should get into the uh, net neutrality stuff because, uh, like I said, you have a background with this stuff and you have a lot to say about it. So you, can you give us like a basic rundown of what's happening since... Uh, uh, the last five times that we've had to bring this up yeah so it's a long issue and everyone i think is kind of tired of talking about it yeah. um but but for those that don't know <laughs> net neutrality is i'm gonna do the two second thing the way the internet works is information's like broken up into packets and then they're spread across the internet and from uh, the very ser- series of tubes series correct? of tubes yes okay, and it's not some truck that you dump things on um no one forget. No one remembers that part, and that's the funnier part. He says he gets a bunch of emails. Like I got a bunch of emails, and it was clogging up the internet. There's more to that. There's more material there that people don't realize. Anyway, uh, from the beginning, the premise was like no one's going to block or discriminate that traffic. It's all going to travel neutrally across the net, so that everybody could kind of like engage in this open system. Uh, the FCC, another thing that people don't realize, has been enforcing net neutrality uh, through different measures. Um, for the past 20 years, uh, bipartisan nature, everybody kind of agrees uh, about how to do it. And slowly, corporations and giant internet companies have sort of been suing and chipping away at what legally the FCC mm, mm, is allowed uh, to do. Yeah. People. So the FCC Corporations has to, are people, friend. Yes, yeah, sorry. The many, many persons have been yes. uh, suing the FCC to try to have their companies... Romney um, 2012. He or she have their company uh, <laughs> implement... <laughs> Uh, or Z, there. Um, oh, yeah. All right, Robbie, um, <laughs> settle down. <laughs> implement their their uh, wishes. So it's been the FCC has had to kind of respond, and it's been kind of this cat and mouse game until finally in 2015, uh, Wheeler Tom Wheeler instituted the Title II solution, which was sort of like the last um, regulatory card the FCC had to play, which was Uh saying, okay, we're going to like use these codes. And the whole reason is the FCC is underneath Congress. Like they get all their directions from laws that Congress passes so they can only operate, you know, with a certain rule book, basically. Um, Congress has always had the power to just pass net neutrality legislation and it would all be over. They could just pass a bill that says, okay, we're going to have net neutrality and we're going to have the FCC enforce it and it would be over. And theoretically, that would have bipartisan support if it was like loose and everything. But Congress doesn't get things done nowadays. That's one of the problems of our kind of, like kind of the broken cl- system. Clowns in Washington. Clowns in Washington, <laughs> am I right? So the FCC has sort of had to scramble with this. So the recent news was the day before Thanksgiving... Uh, current FCC chairman and Trump appointee Ajit Pai um, released his 
notice of proposed rulemaking, which basically says, look, I'm going to get rid of uh, net neutrality, not really replace it with anything. And they're voting on that at their December open meeting, which mm. I think is like the 14th, but I could be wrong on that. So um, it's not officially dead or anything at this point. It'll technically be dead in December. Um, yeah, that's that's basically what where we're at now. I hope that was like a decent... He like yeah, it's it's bad. Um, and everyone was sort of like going up in flames yesterday or Wednesday, whenever that was, yeah. which is good. I'm glad that people were, but this was something that I was like, oh, once Trump got elected, it was kind of like, okay, this is probably going to be mm. on the chopping block, depending on how things go. That you know, yeah. Um, so I, this was a long time coming uh, for me. But so now you might be wondering where to next. Right, like yeah, what, yeah, like, yeah. What does that mean for like guys like us? Guys like us, podcast, yeah. So this is like fucking loser right. incels you, like us. Right, yeah. you guys are like the the content creators on the edge of the network, small yes. guys. So you guys have a lot well, to lose ultimately. Because, I have negative money. I don't even yeah, have right, no money. Right, exactly. Um, so you have a lot to lose because potentially to reach certain consumers of like let's say Comcast subscribers, they might charge you to say, hey, if you want to reach. Uh -huh. You know, anybody that uses that internet or you might have to pay, you know, a lot of different ways or uh, tolls and essentially out, out the wazoo, so to speak. There's basically a lot of different ways they can nefariously mess with things to get you to pay more money ultimately. Um, so it becomes confusing when you get into the technical details. But basically, they have a lot of tricks up their sleeve in terms of getting people, including mobile throttling and all that sort of yeah. stuff, um, to pay tolls. And this is like this is where I think that the entire debate kind of obscures like the actual action of things, because I think the conservative point of view right now, which I can understand in a point, but the caveat to the conservative point of view is that people say, hey, if uh, if this happens, if people throttle services and stuff, you just won't use Comcast mm -hmm. anymore. But it's like. But Comcast is essentially a media monopoly, mm -hmm. so people don't have the option to like, oh, if McDonald's has, you know, fucking uh, pink slime in their food, you <laughs> can just go to Burger King. Mm -hmm. But it'd be like as if there was no Burger King. Yes, exactly. So there's, I kind of point, there's like two, sort of two prongs on the people that are against this. They're both sort of like industry, industry supported. The one uh -huh. is... Um, yeah, like this is we need I think it was Ted Cruz called net neutrality Obamacare for the internet, which is just like unbelievably stupid. Like you you don't even know where to start with something that dummy basically is like, yeah, this is like overregulation. So there's kind of like the overregulation chant, which doesn't make any sense and doesn't really hold up. It's just sort of like a rallying cry for everyone's like, yeah, this government, less regulation, whatever. So that's like a standard uh device used at pretty much every issue. But the fact that there's a fucking that there's monopolies in the country in the first place means that there was not yes. enough regulation to begin with. One, yeah, they don't they don't agree with that exactly. So that can be tackled the other way. The other one is, I would say, like a more sensible position, which is like, look, the free market decides these things. If your company is discriminating and engaging in non-neutral practices, you can you know go to your other competitor yeah you know like you said the burger king but exactly the problem yeah. is we don't have a very you don't have options and all of the fucking <clears throat> conglomerates are trying to conglomerate back even together. more exactly yeah. and even in the mobile market there's only four basically it might only really be three for yeah. mobile service so i mean like and again yeah. they're trying to like eat each other up like there was comcast and uh what was it time warner and that yeah. fell through but now it's like t comcast and at&t are trying to yeah merge well so comcast together. merged with NBC Universal, like yeah. a couple, you know, five years ago or something like that in 2010. So that were 
seven years ago now. So that was uh, a big thing. And yeah, now it's, so it's AT&T and Time Warner. So AT&T is trying to buy all of like HBO and CNN, yeah. presumably to be like, okay, you're an AT&T subscriber. We'll give you access to stream HBO for cheaper yeah. now, which like comes across as a consumer benefit and all this other stuff. But the point is their arguments do not land on any solid grounds. So then you say like, how can they actually exist? And the way Pi has justified it is by saying, look, we've had this heavy-handed regulation for two years, and the evidence that I see is that there's been a big decrease in network investment by internet companies. So Comcast is not investing in their stuff. The problem is like the economics on this are very unclear to say the least. And that's what a lot of people have been arguing over the last like year. Like, are these companies investing less or are they kind of keeping patterns straight? Um, the point is they're not hurting at all. Like Comcast and AT&T and all these companies that want a net neutrality to go away, they're not like going to go out of business or suffering very much. They just yeah. want to make more money. Uh, and I neutral. was worried. So. Yeah, exactly. Was Comcast <laughs> going to go out? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Are they really investing more? Yeah. So um, yeah, no, it's never about what, what, what they claim. So that's very frustrating. Um, so I wanted to end on a like activism note, which is a lot of people are saying like, okay, what can we do? I'm the average Joe, Joe, the plumber citizen. What can I do? Love that guy. Love that guy. Right. Joe he was, the, he's all Joe the incel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, you can write to Ajit Pai and do like the whole FCC calling thing, but that probably won't matter much. The biggest thing, uh, the two things that I want to tell people to do, one is to kind of pay attention to the right circles. And one of them is Fight for the Future, which is a coalition of different organizations that have been doing a lot of really good uh, education and protest work. Um, so Fight for the Future, you can check them out. Was that what you were working on recently? Uh, or was that something else? That was something else. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Uh, so fight for the future is a good thing to check out because they will keep you informed and also make it really easy to contact legislatures. And then honestly, the second best thing you can do right now is to call your representatives and senators and to tell them that net neutrality is an issue that you care about and that you want them to pass legislation. And yes, it's somewhat of a long shot, but they do. It's better than email and congressional staff offices do keep track of like how many people are calling and what issue they're calling about. And for our local listeners to the uh, Chicago region, mm -hmm. where, who, how? I think uh, Senator Roy Moore is our... Uh, <laughs> is, is Actually, I've, I've heard debate, like, I've heard it's debated that you shouldn't contact representatives not in your, like, that you're not a constituent of because mm. it can kind of, like, block other people and all this other stuff. I don't know the truth to that because there's like national campaigns yeah, to do yeah. sort of things. Anyway, you should look up your local representative um, and your local congressman. I feel like you should also know, know who those people are also. Yeah. That's it helps. how democracy works. Yeah, it helps. So putting pressure on them to say like, one, I don't like what Ajit Pai has been doing. Um, he's a Trump person. So you can kind of jump on the like, I don't like the Trump st stuff and the influence that he's had. Um, but then also like, hey, you could solve this problem and you're not doing that. So... Those are the two things. We'll check back in December, but all signs are pointing to it's really bad in terms of like net neutrality is probably going away. Uh, but the other flip side is like, well, it's going to then go to court um, and it could be there's a couple different outcomes uh, in the court situation. The court's like there's this thing where it's like you basically can't ping pong decisions back and forth between the FCC. Like, you, like a new FCC can't come in and then just like 
rip out all the rules of the past yeah, one and keep I was doing that. Just about to ask you that, like, so considering this is coming from unelected rep- representatives, and you said there's no like law on the books considering this. This is just like you know executive branch level regulations and whatnot. Yeah. Um, well, the, so the, how easy is it for like, let's say they get rid of a lot of these protections and shit like that. Um, how easy is, is it for like, let's say, uh, let's say Hillary Clinton gets in office, uh, 2020 and puts in, uh, FCC chairman, Bernie Sanders, uh, <laughs> who communizes the internet and, uh, yeah. Reinstalls all the, uh, net neutrality shit. Uh, how easy would that be to happen? Uh, like, is this like a, oh, we'll deal with this in four years. Is this going to be a hot button issue or is this like, no, we need to go above and beyond the scope of like what has happened so far and like make actual laws. Yeah. The, the answer is there's a lot of technicalities. Like theoretically, yes, that could happen in 2020. Uh-huh. You could have a, uh, I mean, the turn limits are staggered, you know, so like he might not be up right away when a new person, you know, like the timing might yeah. be a little weird. So it might not be like the first year of a, of a Clinton 2020 presidency. Um, but yes, that would be a possibility. But like I said, there's kind of like some technicalities in place to keep, rules from ping ponging ping ponging based on political appointments um the other is like the court could ultimately not accept whatever chairman pi passes in december Uh um on faulty reasoning and they actually have a pretty good case because chairman pi like had been asked previously like hey what uh what would you do what would convince you to like keep net neutrality rules in place or like be okay with title two and he was kind of like well if there was no if it was shown that there was no decrease in investment by these companies that would be something and then in other speeches he like already like presupposed that conclusion and by basically like always saying that since 2015 there's been a decrease investment which is ultimately a very difficult thing to prove one way or another because a company can just say like oh yeah we were going to invest five billion dollars here but you know title two came around and now we're only investing three billion and then he can run with that and say like look and being so close with industry that's something very easy to do um to say like look i've got friends here that told me that blah 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 so uh based on that the court could say look it looks like you already like had your mind made up and you're supposed to be independent about all this stuff blah 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 anyway that could happen so the court stuff is kind of a mystery um in terms of its actual implementation but as for now, yeah, it looks like uh, net neutrality is going to be stripped um, come December, and then it'll sort of be just a Wild West sort of deal. And then, now, what does this mean for 4chan? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Theoretically, for I don't know. Theoretically, it'll be is there, fine. Is there a package I could? purchase to browse for that's, that's sort of like that if that sort of stuff does happen that's like years down the road and honestly i think they would be wise enough to not present it in that way they would just present it in other ways like what what t-mobile's already doing where it's like you get to stream this stuff for free or whatever where they're like wow, cut, cut, cool. cutting, de- <laughs> where they're cutting deals with spotify and stuff so it's going to be presented like that for a little while so people won't feel the cons- negative consumer effects. like we're getting fucked yeah exactly you won't feel you won't feel like you're getting fucked and then obviously you will be once you look at your bills and everything so <clears throat> yeah i hope that didn't i hope i didn't bore because i i'm interested no. in this stuff but like yeah. john oliver like 
phrased it as the most boring thing. He's like, there's no yeah. two duller words than like net neutrality. Robbie, right? my friend, have you seen a little movie called V for Vendetta? Uh, <laughs> yes, I have seen V for no, Vendetta. No, I've seen these guys online with masks from the movie. And I think if enough of those fat guys with masks get together and stop this nonsense. Oh, I was going to say there was rumors about protests happening at Verizon stores uh, December 7th. Um, so you can like organize protests, I think, around the country to sort of show um, that you're against. Toss on a black mask and start throwing bricks, people. Yeah. It's so a great way to abuse <laughs> the employees who make $11 an hour. Yes. And it's the anniversary of. Show them we mean business. <laughs> but for real. Of Pearl Harbor, too, which I think is. You oh, know, let's <laughs> throw that in there. Fuck yes. <laughs> How times have changed, you know? But, Pissed you know, about you the boats. <laughs> You got to fight your battles. So yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing that. Yeah, uh, I'm glad I, I could be. I, I learned a little more. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Well, I think the the thing about this is that it, it's one of those like catchphrases where it's like, oh, what's your opinion on net neutrality? And you actually know a lot about it, and like that's I think why we wanted to have you on is He's because a learned you can, man. Thank you you Thanks, can explain guys. some of this well, stuff, and it's like even like I I had like three people ask me just this past week like what is net neutrality and do i want it or no mm -hmm. and it was like it's kind of torturous to have to keep explaining it because it's not yeah. something that's easily grasped you yeah know? totally well so. the, the problem is uh people assume things will operate the same way like people assume the internet will just always exist as it is and the story of media empires and media markets over the history is that they don't they're de they're very much determined by regulations and rules er early on so this yeah. very well could be a turning point so that when we look back on the early days you know i'm talking in 10 years we could look back on what the internet was and be like wow remember that you know when anybody could start a podcast and like you could yeah. visit any yeah, website man, that like, is such a fucking bummer yeah like, it is so i mean that not everything stays how you think um it'll it will stay because if there's money to be made and things changing um forces at work will make that that was what like drew me to podcasting more than anything else or just like online content creation as opposed yeah. to like getting your foot in the door at some place that yeah. puts something on TV. High barriers to entry. Exactly. Like, yeah, there's none of that fucking bullshit. Yeah. So you can just do whatever you want. You can get out there. And, and the cool thing is like literally anybody could find your thing right now. Yeah. Yes, there's yeah. like there's marketing and attention markets that you have to deal with. But it's like you could send a link to somebody and say, hey, check out my we're in it and would be free if they had an internet connection. And that being said, I will suck some serious Comcast dick. <laughs> for, uh, if you'll, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, I forget the David yeah. Cohen, I think is the name of it. I forget the CEO. But if you're listening, you know, hey. If there's non-fiduciary opportunities for me to uh engage in some uh interconnection contracts to get my content out there. Nice. I'm paraphrasing for you, Kevin, when you talk to him. Yeah. You know, yeah, you'll be that verbiage. Yeah. I'll I'll send you my emails and you can rewrite them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and get thought cops out to the world. Yeah, you'll be on the homepage of Xfinity. Imagine that. That is my dream. <laughs> wow, to be on a default homepage, <laughs> crazy. It's that's reminding me of the uh, scene in that indie game movie when the creator of Meathead or Meat Boy or whatever that yeah. thing yeah, yeah. is, he's like not on the Microsoft homepage and he's like flipping out or whatever because it's like <laughs> but i mean it's true he's probably losing a bunch of money but yeah that, that was a good movie yeah anyway. so that was thank you so much for that robbie that you're was, welcome guys 
good. And I hope you all paid attention and do something about that because yeah. there might not be a thought cops call your Congress in the future because or some, somebody else's fault. Or we get in bed with the government, uh, make thought cops real life. Yeah, real life cops. We uh, mm. maybe we can dictate what goes online and what doesn't. Right. This might work out for us. Yeah. Mm. Wow. There we go. Not really, but anyway, Com- Comcast cops. <laughs> we should change our Twitter handle to th- to uh, Comcast cops. Well, Robbie, that may have been the longest two minutes of hate segment of all I time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I didn't know that was a two minutes of hate. I would have, no, I would have that... repackaged my message. No, that... no, I didn't either until uh, until <laughs> well, I realized maybe... it'd be funny to say it was. <laughs> <laughs> do you that... have Do you have a two minutes I, of hate? No, I don't. But maybe do. later. Oh, here we go. Maybe they're leading the show. I was going to say, but when people say. It me. It me? Like, when there's, like, an image of, like... It's kind of like Stenographer's Two Minutes of Hate from that one episode where she was talking about hashtag mood. Oh, yeah, hashtag mood. It's the same fucking shit. Like, somebody repackages some Mm. fucking funny little cute bullshit they found online and they post it on social media with a caption It me! Because it's fucking... I guess it's funny to talk like a baby? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I, I think it is. It's fucking isolating. Isolating? Yeah. You is feel it, like you can't connect? Usually, yeah. But, I mean, that's slightly See, beside the point. You should join in and, and show, like, when people it me, and then an image of, like... Well, like, sometimes I'll comment, like, rude stuff on, like, things like that on Facebook and stuff. And, like, then, like, somebody responds, like, with an, uh, coming back to me. And then, like, that gets, like, way more likes. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm smart. You're dumb. I'm good. You're, You're bad. bad. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and that's how you be a human, right? That's, yeah. Yeah. All right. Grant, you got anything to hate on? Um, this weird. I I don't know if you'd call it like a meme, but uh, with it being Thanksgiving uh, yesterday and whatnot, uh, there are a lot of tweets on the Twitter. Um. People twittering away about how uh, they put their political affiliation on Facebook and now they don't have to worry about uh, going home for Thanksgiving or they don't have to worry about uh, they're getting gifts for their family or whatever. I, d- I don't care, okay? I have no sympathy for you. I have no sort of like... I'm a little uh, confused on this one. Like a bunch of people have been saying... Uh, here, let me see if I can find something for you. Let's find an example and name their Facebook name. I will find an example. I I wish I had something that I could hate on. I really don't. Is no, that, that was a good one. That was... My net neutrality yeah. one? Yeah. That was a good one. I was... I could have gone into like, pie is a fuck. <laughs> you know, but I... <laughs> I held uh, myself back. What's his first name again? Ajit. He's my Ajit Pie! <laughs> That was tearing down title two sweet surprise. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna die. Let's make it happen. Viral, baby. I can't find any examples of this. All right. Well, this was like a couple days ago. So, you know, in in Twitter news, that's a decade. So maybe when I ask you what your two minutes of hate will be, we'll just smash cut to the rest of the show. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just. People have been making tweets saying, hey, uh, I told like people people at home know that I'm a Trump supporter or they know that I'm like a communist or whatever. 
and now thanks to me making that public on Facebook, they're now I don't now I don't have to buy people gifts on Christmas because my family isn't talking to me. Like that's what it is. I think it's just attention. Some sort of yeah, cute cutesy attention whoring. Like look at me. I hate I hate cutesy attention bullshit. <laughs> so that's basically because that's kind of what it me is really. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It me. It me. It me. It just... It me. Oh, oh, oh. It's just so <laughs> fucking... <laughs> fucking just so insincere. And I'm lonely and stuff. <laughs> so, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, welcome, because the show rules and rocks. We're already 40 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> We'll cut some of the... We're probably about 35 with some of the bullshit cut out. Uh, <laughs> let me know when the episode's up. So, here is the Thought Cops on the block. I don't know what to say. Usually I say something else here because we'll, the show... We'll fix it. The we'll show is different. It. We'll fix it. The show is different. <laughs> we'll fix it. Okay. Um, um, have you guys been to Starbucks lately? Nope. Nope. Dude, those guys hate Christmas, man. They fucking hate it. Why is that? They've been waging war on Christmas for the past, uh, how old is Starbucks? Like 30 years old? Sure. For the uh, past 30 years. It's like 1976 or something. Yeah, I'm a little more than 30. Who knows? Since the past 40 years. That's 60 years. So? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so they, they have a cup, and on, on the cup, usually, uh, what what's been happening is uh with the the war on christmas delirium uh people have been picking out certain things that starbucks has been doing because apparently starbucks is life sort of like shrek um and i i think a year or two ago it was like oh they they no longer put christmas on the cup which is like well they, they didn't they didn't have it on the cup before but you just decided, I guess that's a thing now. Now, on Starbucks cups, there are two lesbian women holding hands. How do we know they're lesbians? Maybe they're just good friends. <laughs> because uh, Sean Hannity told me so. Whoa. I guess. It's the truth. I don't, yeah. So people that's are... so weird, because I went to Dunkin' Donuts last week, and then there was a print of a man fucking another man's ass <laughs> on the side of my venti latte. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's talking about that because uh starbucks is the <laughs> arbiter of american culture dunkin donuts is uh swine shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah you'll get swine flu if you eat at dunkin donuts that's a promise <laughs> so okay i've seen the image of the two women on the cup uh couldn't I don't know if they're fucking or not. They're just holding hands. People mm. are angry about it. And you know what? Some friends hold hands. Grant and I don't hold hands. That doesn't mean that we're not fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to... I don't even want to address the statement that was just made. I'm not saying yes or no. But I will say that Grant is in a serious relationship. And I would never hurt uh, that... Bond like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's interesting. It's interesting. 
what, what would you agree I, I the guess starbucks so, yeah the starbucks <laughs> thing is interesting I... everybody's talking about this <laughs> people can't get enough of this I assume it's already been talked that it's like a conspiracy theory to just like make star like doesn't wouldn't everybody win in that situation like Starbucks gets all the publicity and everything Fox News people get whatever riled up let's say there is a boycott you know let's say it gets to that point you know where people are like you know fuck Starbucks we're not drinking that gendered bullshit liberal bullshit so right, yeah well again like uh go back just a couple of years you have uh Oh, when the person at Starbucks asks you your name, you say that your name is Mary. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Like, I don't know, man. As, okay, there's as two. A former, as a, a former employee of the company, like, I'm glad that never happened to me, but, like, I would not put up with that shit. Like, there, there are two assholes in that situation. There's the one <laughs> asshole who's like, my name's Merry Christmas. Got a problem? <laughs> and then there's the asshole who's like, I will not write that on a cup, sir. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I wouldn't write your name on the cup anyway, because I'm not wasting my time. Just here's your coffee. Well, that's why you don't out. work there anymore. So yeah, well. us that are not riled up by this. Well, are we speak well, for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> How are we supposed to engage? Because boycotting almost plays into the, you know, it's all manufactured. Yeah. How are we supposed to even operate now? Just, we have to buy extra Starbucks. We're just actors on a stage. Right. If we decline, <laughs> we're participating. If we participate, we're participating. You know, we only buy the Christmas. We've been Unplug in. yourself. <laughs> Jump off the roof of the Starbucks where they're saying this stuff. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Be like, I can't take it anymore. I want you to open up your windows. It's an eight foot drop. I'll do it. I swear to God, I'll do it. So for the crime of uh, their anti-Christmas war gay propaganda, uh, Starbucks is hereby sentenced to us, the three of us jumping up the room <laughs> yeah. at the nearest Starbucks. Shouting about it. All right. I think we I think we solved that, that problem. You know, that would be good publicity for Thought Cops, just putting that out there. Jumping yeah, up the yeah. Starbucks. Oh, fuck. Dude, you would be nationwide. Like, just Killing just ourselves. Put it, like, well, you wouldn't kill your... Like, you know, you'd figure out some sort of... You We'd know, find body doubles. Yeah. Um, and then it'd be like, I'm, I can't take it anymore. Listen to Thought Cops. And then yeah, yeah, you yeah. Could, And then you could be injured on Sean Hannity's show. And then your ratings would go through the roof because I have a feeling the Hannity audience would be perfectly dovetailed here with the uh, Thought Cops potential. And we might get the attention of those uh, folks at Comcast. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes. Deputy Sleepy Time could be my body double. He could jump off the uh, off the Starbucks roof yeah. for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just put the sunglasses and hat on. Yeah. And just dive off. Yep. He dies. You live. He's bad. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I guess we'll be referencing the uh, hit 1994 movie uh, touching family classic Matilda from now on. Holy shit! I'm drinking Matilda right now. Is that is that why you've been referencing that? What you've been referencing Matilda the entire episode, the movie Matilda. I'm bad. You're good. I'm smart. Dude, you're dumb. I no, I wasn't. Dude, that was yeah. <laughs> I have seen that movie once. I wasn't. I haven't thought. You remember about... the part where Danny DeVito is like dressing down Matilda, and he's like, "I'm right. You're wrong. I'm smart. You're dumb. I'm good. You're bad." I'm a creative young man. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> that was my own bit. So now we're plagiarism. Ooh. Uh uh. I just. I don't believe this. Me and DeVito are on the same page. I, I am, swear to God, I don't. I am writing 
a, an angry letter to Mara Wilson right now. She'll probably respond. She's on Twitter all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe this. I swear to God, it's my fucking Dude, this bit. Is, this is a conspiracy. I want someone to call in. 312-788-7361. I like it? being stuck in this wall. It's my function. Dude, don't go there. That's terrifying stuff. That's That scarred me as a kid. That, what, what the I, well and all of i mean it's a great movie but it's like it's like when they're the car dealership or the car dumpster thing and oh, they're screaming got, worthless that that's yeah. like the bottom of the barrel of like depression for you know like american society is feeling like you have no yeah. worth and hear them like screaming it in chorus at these like young incredible travelers incredible movie yeah <laughs> fucking loved i'm i really do I love was made. you know who yeah. does that voice of that Phil Hartman. Yeah, there it yeah. is yeah all right. But he sounds kind of like Jack Nicholson, doesn't he? It, ooh. Yeah. yeah. He's got the kind of gruff thing. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> anyway. You hear that, boys? He wants to know how to escape. Ah! <laughs> uh, so do, you, do, you guys, do you guys listen to this guy, Post Malone? Nope. Me neither. Do you listen to Post Malone? I don't know what that is. <laughs> He, I, I see him all over the place, and that's part of like this is gonna make me sound like a fucking prick, but uh, that's part of the reason I kind of don't listen to him. Just because you see him all all over. Kind of, yeah. Like, I'll, yeah, whatever. Just go ahead. I don't want to. I I always see him on like the H three H three podcast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I always I start listening to it, and I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, and then I like switch it over to something else. Um, so he is a hip hop artist and, uh, he's like the new, like Mac DeMarco type figure. It seems like who's that just like some hip guy to know who he is. White guy. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, like a young Macklemore type. No, I, no. Matt, no, I mean, I when, I, when I hear Post Malone, I think Carl Malone, you know, NBA shout out. Mm. Could I don't be. know who that is. <laughs> Could be. We're living in <laughs> We're not in the we same circle. It. We swim different streams. We well, found the worst fucking people to host a podcast <laughs> on yeah, like, our listener, culture. Our listeners know who this man is. Let's let's without without further ado, <laughs> let's go into what the heck is going on. So he uh he was in a, a recent interview um and he was talking about hip hop and uh which he is a hip hop artist. And, well he uh, may he's the expert. Uh, yeah <laughs> you're the expert post <laughs> oh my god uh he says uh if you're looking for lyrics if you're looking to cry if you're looking to think about life don't listen to hip-hop uh whenever i want to sit down and have a nice cry i listen to some bob dylan interesting so he uh so are people upset about people this are or? very upset about ah. this <laughs> this is this is basically like when michael richards said the said the n-word mm. this is basically the same thing so uh people are mad people are like hey i i like hip-hop take it back and so he uh he retracted his statement he said who am i to tell you you should feel a certain way when listening to something, uh, no matter how hard you are, no matter where you're from, you're going to have a time where you sit back and reflect on your life and listen to what you want to listen to. For me, that's Bob Dylan. Hmm. Yeah, Bob Dylan doesn't really like have that effect on me. 
at all. Who gives a fuck about this? <laughs> Post Malone is hereby sentenced to... I don't know, man. Just listening to some sad hip-hop. We yeah, sh- yeah. We should, we should lock him in the post office. Mm. With a... With a I don't know, man. We should make him change his name to Post Office. We should make him change his name to Pre Op. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom. Next story. The theme dev? I'm waiting for you guys to do that. That's my favorite part. Jay Leno? Yeah. So I'm not your monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Lena Dunham. Oh, here we go. Lena Dunham. Now she's one of Jeff Dunham's puppets, right? (laughs) 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 Yeah. The uh not the racist one, but the sexist one. You know how he has a bunch of racist puppets. It's interesting. Each one of Jeff Dunham's puppets represents one of the seven deadly sins. Is that true? That, no. <laughs> he could have. He had me believe in it. I don't know how many puppets he has. He's probably religious. I don't know. He seems dumb enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing that Hannity so, potential audience right now. You know. Yeah, man. Gotta think. So about what's that. what's happening with Lena Dunham? She said some shit about sex. <laughs> um, I actually know this one. Oh, would you like to take the audience through it? I through the emotional roller coaster? No, not that well. Um, well, she, I think there was someone on the staff of the writing of, yeah, for Girls the was something. accused of like either sexual assault or sexual harassment. Sorry. And she defended this person. I don't know if the person was a man or a woman. Yeah, I think, I think a man. Okay, so she defended the man. I think and just sort of said like, I could. I thought she, it was a woman though, because I, I it could be a separate issue, but whatever. But she said something like, in ninety eight percent of cases, blah blah blah. Like you know, usually the woman woman is not lying or something like that. In this case, we believe it's that two percent well, more or less is what I she said. I can't exactly. I don't have the uh, the apology or what the statement yeah. that she made, but. From what I remember, it was specifically like, we know about this, and we know that this isn't how things happened. Mm. Something along those lines. You can continue. I'm just that. No, I mean, and then people were just very upset, obviously, because it's you know she for a long time has been talking about you know victim support and that sort of thing, and uh, to kind of a lot of people saw it as turning your back on victims of sexual assault and sexual harassment so we should listen to her we should always listen to what lena dunham has to say (laughs) um murray miller um i'm in a sour mood allegedly uh raped actress aurora perinu um yeah and then so so there was the uh the initial outrage and then she apologized. She was like, uh, oh, yeah, like, uh, people don't believe women enough and blah, blah, blah. So in this case, I, I made the wrong statement to which people were like, well, you were sort of all in for the guy at first, but now you're sort of throwing him under the bus. So like, what what exactly 
Is there any sort of sincerity in anything you're doing right now, or or is it all just a hundred percent posturing? You mm-hmm. know, that's really the question of our age. It, yeah. Yeah, exactly, and like that's the, the deal with a lot of these. I know we talked about this before, like these apologies, these confessions. We can really only judge them based on the uh, potential sincerity. And if there's a way, if there's a will to find out if we could develop science, um, speaking of the science, uh, science, if there's a way that you could develop some sort of uh, tool to figure out whether or not somebody was being sincere mm, or if they're just serum. a posturing little fucking... Hashtag trollop it me, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think that we would really solve a lot of problems if we could figure out who was just apologizing for fucking shit that doesn't even involve them online, or you some could big just, social media post, you could, or you could just be like Donald Trump and never apologize. Yeah, that too. And he's probably being sincere. Yeah. That's I what think people like. We I should turn we the ocean into poison and then just start with a <laughs> large tidal wave. Once enough people get outraged, then just you chuck them. Toss them right in. Like I, I said, I'm in a bit of a sour mood. I wouldn't mind. It could be a catapult based on ratioed in Twitter. And once you get ratioed, you then get put yeah, in into the ocean. And then yeah. just into the poison ocean. The potion. The potion. Potion. Yeah. The, uh, the potion. Which. Uh, Spelled P-O-C. P-O-C. That's right, bitch. E-A-N. So uh, somebody, as as a result of this type of stuff happening, because this happens like all the fucking time with Lena Dunham. She does something stupid and then like apologizes for it. And it's just like, if you're going to do something stupid, just like do the stupid thing. But like, why do you have to keep apologizing for everything? And like. It does come off to the point where it's like, not, we don't believe anything you're saying because it's like, it it comes off as very ins- insincere to have to keep apologizing, yet keep fucking up and then keep apologizing. So someone created a Twitter account, uh, Lena Dunham, APOLS, which is short for Lena Dunham Apologizes. Um, here's a couple. Uh, Lena Dunham apologizes on Jimmy Kimmel for her new book about the white origins of dreadlocks because probably Vikings had them. Uh, Lena Dunham apologizes for opening a Tupac-themed frozen yogurt shop in Williamsburg called Yotorius B.I.G. to her black Uber driver. Uh, Lena Dunham apologizes for excerpts from her diary detailing how the Chinese culturally appropriated from the Wu-Tang Clan. (laughs) (laughs) Lena Dunham apologizes for publicly supporting how Zumba is proof of white culture. (laughs) I'll just read one more. Uh, (laughs) Lena Dunham apologizes for thinking the Hitler Youth were a post-rock band on Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, so, Lena Dunham, what are we going to do to her? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Calm down. Um, I meant, like, the- <laughs> our job that we punish people. <laughs> for the crime of... Uh, apologizing too much uh lena dunham is hereby sentenced to uh 
apologize for apologizing. Mm. Yeah. And then take a little sip from the potion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're at like an hour. I don't know if you guys want to do one more. Let's do one more. Um, You're not doing Trump tweets? <laughs> nah, not, I, I don't know if there are any good. Well, nah. there is like one, but. I don't, I don't have I don't have it in it. me. All right. I could just play the music and you could just cry into the microphone. I would do that anyway, so Okay. All right, can I can I can I announce this as my favorite segment? Thank you. All right, this is the uh ever popular segment Trump tweets as we all know the president has an itchy finger when it comes to uh tweeting out to his supporters and the American public at large. Uh and so Always making news and sparking outrage from the thumbs of the man himself, Donald Trump. We will now uh, look into some of those stories with our new segment, Trump Tweets. I'm the president. Robbie, do you still like it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it's I think it's one of the better segments, to be honest. You, know? you think that was one of the better ones? I don't know if that was one of the better yeah, I don't know. tweets, but I think it got the point across. That's good satire. I, I was bullied into doing that. <laughs> also, that was mostly Grant. I just kind of sat there. So, uh, crazy, right? What? What's that? Uh, this picture right here. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Why? 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 Not sure. Okay, let's, uh, you know what? Fuck it. We doing one more or no? So, I, I... No, no. Let's wrap it up here. Let's do some, <laughs> let's do some plugs. I just want to say again, uh, last time I mentioned this to uh, the episode is now dropped. I'm on the uh, podcast under the Black Sheep Network, uh, the podcast Booze Before Noon. Got to go talk with those guys about Thought Cops. Got to go talk with them about uh, Michael Richards. Mm. I did. Uh, uh, I listened to that entire episode. That was a really good episode. It was um, fun. Those guys are awesome. I like it. It was, um, it was very. It's always weird for me when people not only like listen to the show and respond to it, but like understand the heart of like I think what we're trying to do, and I think that they nailed it. And like, and yeah, just their yeah. conversation with you. And it was also weird to record a podcast not in a bedroom. Mm. <laughs> uh, that was pretty cool. So yeah, check out Booze Before Noon. Really fun guys. They will be coming on the show. We're doing a uh, exchange student program soon. So the boys from the Black Sheep will be joining us here. We're going to be teaming up on some projects in the future. So look forward to that, as well as some other surprises coming in the very soon near future. So get excited for that. Thought Cops, I'm really, I honestly am very optimistic about the coming month. 
or more, but at least the coming month. So look forward to that. Yeah, and uh, I think the next couple of guests without... Uh, We're, let's not... Yeah, let's yeah not, I'm not going to shoot myself in the foot with this, but I think we should have a couple really good guests on the next couple times. So I Yeah, I think if everything pans out the way it's supposed to, and I think if we can really... Knit, like. Well, I think we should get some uh, some audience interaction coming up for that stuff, and I think that oh, cool. is, yeah. Well, like, hopefully, can you know put out a call for those, you know, at least someone who is get a couple three minute <laughs> long voicemails. Certain someone who is scheduled to be on the show um, in a couple weeks, hopefully. So, anyway, look forward to that. Uh, keep keep listening to Thought Cops is what I'm trying to say. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Real Thought Cops, and for all the, all the latest news and updates. And for all the Rob heads, uh, at what's your Twitter? I don't, dude. Do, oh, you don't want that? Didn't you? I did, but he uh, deleted the app. Yeah, remember? right. Oh, right. But he's still, you know, incognito he's tab. Still flipping <laughs> through it. <laughs> no, oh. you can you can follow me. I'm in the band, the Dirty Nines. That's the what, Dirty that's Nines. My plus. Yeah, hell yeah, check them out. Spotify, Dirty Nines. We gotta get you guys to like uh, like cover our theme song or something. Oh yeah, we cool. do. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fun. We play that on the show. And yeah, we do it. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Yeah. Be cool. So yeah, check out all those things. And uh, again, as always, uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. Uh, Leave us a review if you can get past the fucking buggy podcast app on the Apple iPhone. Uh, Figure out a way to leave us a review because it really does help us a lot. We would really appreciate it. And we truly appreciate everybody who listens every single week. Uh, Means a lot. Sincerely me <laughs> all right should we uh word of the week please do we, do we have any uh keys to the city robbie i think you might have an idea mm. um, do you have a key to the city key to the city we give a key to neo greek town out to a do-gooder of the week is there anybody that you can think of this week i know i'm putting you on the spot here mm. um looking at you through the pop filter uh do you guys talk about, like vic Berger and what he's been doing on twitter yeah besides been, argue, uh, arguing with me <laughs> was he arguing with you? No, not anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm bringing up a source of. <laughs> no, I don't care. I, mm. What's Vic up to? Well, he did the whole thing with... Uh, well, you guys talked about that, I think, a little bit on the milk, last one. Milk leaks? Milk leaks. <laughs> no, fuck that. Uh, sorry, but... Okay, sorry, a, ne- a Neo-Greek gonna... town key to the city for a do-gooder? Um, no, I mean, I think that's a good one. Like, I've... It's it's weird when... Uh, I, I think the, the high point of Vic Berger's, like, style of comedy is just kind of shining a spotlight on something mm. and just going dude fucking look at this look at how ridiculous this is mm-hmm. with like even when he edits things it's uh it's done in a way that doesn't detract from actually what's happening and how awkward it is outright yeah so I, yeah it's like hyper 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 uh, ridiculizing the ridiculous reality we live in yeah cool and uh well, we can't all can all agree, can we? <laughs> Unless you have another. Uh... Nope. Don't. Nope. So I guess we're gonna do that. Thought cops word of the week. Take it away. Uh, the word of the week this week is uh, fapstronauts. Kevin, are you a fast fapstronaut? <laughs> I am currently observing the uh, uh, merry month of no fap November. So no, no. Fap, no nut November. No, you are because that's what you're called. Um, this is from the subreddit r slash no fap. Um, NoFap is a moderated community-centered website that hosts challenges in which users, and in parentheses, fapstronauts, 
abstain from pornography and masturbation for a period of time, in quotes, rebooting. Well, when I went home for Thanksgiving, my family was commenting on how nice and plump my <laughs> testicles look through my jeans. So I think it's working out pretty well for me. Great. Uh, <laughs> so that's what a fapstronaut is. It is a uh, person who abstains from pornography and masturbation for a period of time. So if you are partaking in uh, No Fap November, then that is you. You are a uh, fap fapstronaut. One one small fap for man. All right. One giant orgasm <laughs> for man. Enough identity politics, okay? <laughs> that's it. Cool. That's Robbie, thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, uh, check again. out all that net neutrality nonsense. Uh, check let's out the get FCC. The... Yeah. Check them out. Peace be with you. Also with you. Amen. Amen.